Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Love save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. Be like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Ryan. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! We are dry side of right circle! No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action! This is NHL overtime! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies and huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot Z-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. Never surrender dropped 
in a time in which we did not use the word drop. This is Oilers Now, uh, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Hope you're having a, uh, a solid Monday after a good weekend. Digitex, buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. In the next 10 minutes of the show, we're going to hit on about five different topics. We will tell you that guests on today's show will include our uh, NHL insider John Shannon, University of Alberta Athletic Director Ian Reed, who uh, brought me uh, into the U of A back in 1999 uh, in his first stint as Athletic Director, probably never envisioned uh, that he would have to be a part of what was announced today, which was the cancellation of the fall sports season for uh, university uh, athletes across the country it didn't just happen in the Canada West, and uh, we'll have that conversation with Ian coming down the pipe at about 105. A, a byproduct of the ongoing challenges due to COVID-19, and at 135 is regular Monday appearance on Oilers now, and uh, it'll be a wide-ranging com- uh, conversation as well. Reed Wilkins uh, from 6:30 Chad's Inside Sports. Again. It was an interesting weekend, to uh, say the least. We'll tell you that uh, you can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree uh, Resort Casino hopes to be back up and bat- at it when the province opens things fully and completely back up. Um, over 1,350 slot machines and 40 table games when the province opens things up again. River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it. You can text us at 780-496-0063 in the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors ready for kids uh, pregame warm-up. Lots of things to get to. Uh, Brendan, how was your weekend? It was interesting, Bob. I'll tell you that much. Got it started on a on a pretty exciting note with the rally that we had at the legislature grounds on Friday evening, and you know I thought it was uh, it was a pretty unique movement to be a part of, of course. And I thought everybody behaved uh, in as orderly a manner as we could have possibly anticipated. So I had a great uh, great couple of days off. Uh, so uh, that was uh, part of the Black Lives Matter protest that was taking place. We're all for peaceful protesting. And w- was there really 15,000 people there, Brandon? No, it was unbelievable, Bob. I was pretty close to the front of the presentation stage there. And we're on the south lawn of the legislature grounds. And you turn around and look back, and it, it is just the only way I could describe it was a sea of people, a flood of people. It was spectacular. All right. Well, that's great to see. And uh, we saw, I mean, certainly those of and we, we deal with these issues because they're central issues right now to what's going on in the world. Uh, but uh, many of you that would be listening to Oilers now like to keep yourself abreast and informed and that sort of thing. And uh, I, I, I do sense that there was significantly more uh, focus and emphasis on peaceful protesting throughout the United States and through Canada. That's always a, a great thing because you hate to see events like this uh, taken over by the, um, the fringe idiot factor that wants to riot and loot, uh, of, of which there is uh, no uh, defensive. And, and so, you know, it's a, it's a good thing that peaceful protesting has taken place, and hopefully we continue down that path. And it's, it's, it's a very uh, unique time, to say the least. I have a lot of empathy uh, for the position of several of our uh, police officers, and I'll tell you why. Because 99, you know who really uh, despises hating seeing the actions that occurred in uh, the state of Minneapolis involving the the, uh, police officer, Derek Chauvin. The the people that, other than those that are involved with it and the historic and systemic challenges that we've come with it, I can tell you that I, I know several police officers and they despise conduct like that from other police officers because... 
you know, 98% of the guys that are gals that are involved in the force are doing it for all the right reasons. So uh, it is an interesting time to say the least. Of course, the challenges that have occurred over the last couple of weeks and um, the significant protesting that's occurred as a result of uh, George Floyd's killing um, has sort of changed a, a, a you know significant part of the narrative and there's been less focus on coronavirus uh, good news today uh, in Canada we've seen a substantive drop in in the daily uh, death totals out of provinces like Quebec and Ontario. I think Quebec is single digits for the first time. Oh, man, it's got to be more than a month. I mean, they were averaging anywhere from 80 to 100 deaths a day, and they're below 10 a day. So that's good news because at some point we're going to have to work our way back to some form of normalcy. As for the province of Alberta, in the first six days... In the month of June, uh, over 8,000 tests conducted in Edmonton. Now, there were 48 positive tests, and the government admitted those were connected to a couple family outings. Nonetheless, 48 out of 8,000, what is that roughly as a percentage? About 0.6%. So stay safe and stay positive uh, moving forward. There were uh, some interesting things on uh, television this week. Did you see uh, the Bruce Lee uh, 30 for 30 last night, Be Water? No, I hadn't. I saw a couple quotes come out of it. I'm excited to watch it. It's outstanding. It was really well done. Uh, you know, I'll be the first to admit I wasn't a kid. And, and as a seven, eight-year-old kid in the early, you know, 73, 74, 75, I wasn't one of those guys that knew a lot about Bruce Lee. Obviously, I saw the movie about him that probably came out about 20 years ago. Uh, but uh, yet again, just another brilliant uh ESPN 30 for 30 on uh, on Bruce Lee B Water. Today, today, Brendan, this is interesting because you're a BC kid. We can get into this conversation. Today is the anniversary of the Boston Bruins winning Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final 4-0 in Vancouver. I will say, despite the fact that Elaine Vigneault is a great guy and the Sedins are class acts, the Canucks losing Game 7 at home, as I recall back in 2011, and we're not just talking Oilers now, listeners, or Oilers fans. I got the sense that the majority of Canada was cheering against Vancouver in 2011 and cheering for Boston. Uh, you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. There was something about that Vancouver team that a lot of people around the country didn't like. And it wasn't because they were super good or they'd won a bunch. It, it had to do a little bit with the makeup of the team. And again, Elaine Vigneault is just a terrific guy to deal with. The Sedins are two of the classiest guys that have been in the National Hockey League a long time. You're a BC kid. How heartbroken were you when the Canucks lost in 2011? Well, before I even get to that, I mean, you raise a great point, and it wasn't just the Boston series, Bob. It was that entire playoff run, and I get reminded around this time every year when my Facebook memories pop up, and I get to see, you know, how I was sort of nipping back at uh, at people who were, were firing shots at the Canucks, but you're exactly right, and I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that, you know, Ryan Kessler and Alex Burroughs were on that team and neither one of them was real too keen on being a tough guy the kind of tough guy that I know we love around these parts here and I think that uh, that the rest of Canada loves the, the Canucks never had that element on that team so when they were skirting by and doing it with you know the the cheesy the grittiness who uh, Max uh, Lapierre was another guy on that team yeah, that really absolutely. got under people's skin you know so so yeah it kind of felt like a, an us against everybody mentality right through that cup run but uh, some of my least fond memories 
memories of hockey are watching Brad Marchand taking liberties on the Sedins and nobody doing a thing about it. Oh yeah, well it, it was uh, you know I just I just remember in that year uh, and and that was year Nugent Hopkins went number one in the NHL draft, but the, the it was just it was the entire country and I'll go back to 2004 like the shelves called Oilers now we got the Battle of Alberta all that kind of stuff I didn't sense there was the same animosity for the 2004 Flames out of Edmonton as I thought there was for the Canucks in 2011 I'll be honest I wanted Calgary to beat Tampa uh, you know I to me because I knew that it didn't mean that much in Tampa and it meant a heck of a lot more to Calgary and that some of you might say that's sacrilegious to play uh, to say we were also going to go into a lockout where part of the lockout uh, was to was to fight for teams like Edmonton and Calgary. He used to refer to it as the battle for Alberta. Ottawa in 2007, again, you know, nobody really got super behind Ottawa, but nobody disliked them. There was genuine dislike for that Vancouver Canucks. And I, and I bet you the Texters, if they, uh, you know, take a trip down memory lane, can certainly uh, remember that. Speaking of 2011, uh, that was the year Ryan Nugent Hopkins uh Went number one. I'm going to tell you something, Brendan. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is an unrestricted free agent in 2021. We've talked about this a lot over, um, you know, the course of this year, and it's been an interesting season for Ryan uh, because he only had 20 points in his first 35 games. He basically moved to left wing for the final 30 games of the season, had 15 goals and 41 points. Um, he's produced at, at a first-line rate, points per 60, as a winger, both at the end of the 17-18 season, uh, briefly into the 18-19 season, at the start of the year, and then again down the final 30 games. He's on the Oilers' uh, number one power play unit, of which may I add, he's probably the guy fundamentally and they're allowed a lot of fluidity from head uh, assistant coach Glenn Galdson, but he's the guy in many respects, I think, that follows it the closest to the true inherent principles. Uh, he's on the Oilers' uh, number two ranked penalty killing unit, albeit now in the second forward grouping. Popular, selfless teammate. I know I put a tweet out yesterday. Judging by the response of the listeners, I, I think they want to see him get re-signed. I think that's an absolute uh, given. Uh, we'll hear a clip coming up from Ryan Nugent Hopkins a little bit later on that Reed, uh Wilkins uh, was able to uh, uh, gather from an interview that he did the other day. Two more things that I want to get to. A special shout-out at this time to Kurt Levins from the Cult of Hockey. Uh, some very uh, complimentary comments directed our show's way. Uh, Kurt is uh, with the Patterson Group, which is a competing uh, network of roughly the, the same size as uh, Chorus Entertainment. So much appreciative. There's some uh, terrific uh, on-air uh, sports personalities in this market. And, uh, you know, it was very humbling to see what uh, Kurt had to say. And what I will say to you is we're going to continue to endeavor uh, to uh, have as competitive a show as we've had over the last uh, several years. And just to uh, conclude before we go to break and get into our orders now, Audio Vault. It is Ken Nichols' birthday. He is uh, 51. His uh, father, Cal Nichols, was chairman of the board of the Edmonton Investors Group. He doesn't look a day over 37. And uh, anytime you're over the age of 50, this is the song I think of. So, Ken, to you, hang in there, buddy. And when we get back, we'll get to NHL today. my life I'm a lot like you were Oh man look at my life I'm a lot like you were Subscribe to the Oilers 
Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. This text comes in on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. We're talking about Vancouver during that cup run on 11. Bob, I'm an avid Oilers fan since 78. I hate the Canucks, says the texter. I was cheering for Boston. I hate the Maple Leafs more. I will actually cheer for Calgary before I cheer for the Leafs. Um, this text comes in saying, Dislike that Canucks team a lot. They took the, over the number one spot from the Flames for being the most hated team for me, and it still applies right now. Totally agree about the, uh, your comments about the Sedins. Very classy and uh, great people. Again, you can uh, text us at 780-496-0063, and lots of texts coming in. We'll get back to it. Uh, Bob, it wasn't the team exactly. One more I want to get to. I was cheering not against the team, but rather against the fans. I found that the Canucks fans in 2011 to be insufferable and so full of themselves that they, uh, that I could not stand them. And that's why I wanted Boston to shut them up, which they did in the 4 nothing victory. Um, Absolutely. And again, uh, look, th- these are tough times. We can kind of, uh, you know, have a bit of a, uh, a lighter conversation on stuff, uh, like a 2011 Stanley Cup run, which seemingly, uh, seems like a much simpler time than we're at right now. Let's get into the orders now. Audio vault for direct workwear where safety meets savings at Edmonton, Fort McMurray and online at directworkwear.com. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was on Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins Friday night. He had this to say and saying that he's in a, not in a hurry to come train in Edmonton. Of course, we're still a ways away from training camps being reopened. Uh, if we are indeed able to move forward with the conclusion of the 2019-20 uh, season with the playoffs. Yeah, it's a good question. I'm just going to wait and see uh, what the rest of the guys are feeling. Um, I think the kind of feel was if you, you, if you have things at your home base uh skating and training i mean um then it's not a bad idea to just stick uh stick to that for now i mean i know once we come back to edmonton there's there's some uh, obviously like tests and stuff we got to be doing and uh there's a lot of protocol to, to go through so um i think for now it's uh it's easier if i just stay here but um definitely gonna be coming out soon and uh yeah get this thing rolling again and uh, Nugent Hopkins added some additional comments on going straight from training camp to high-intensity playoff-type games. They, they've talked about every team possibly um, having a couple or at least one exhibition game just to kind of get your feet under you. I'm not 100% sure on that, but uh, if we don't, yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to come out, uh, you have to come out flying, and I think uh, we'll have. I mean, obviously, you're going to have lots of energy, so you got to kind of uh, use that, but also control it where you're not running around and getting caught up position and stuff because like I said before our structure is something that we could fall back on and was important for us this year but um, we're going to just need to have a good camp and uh, I'm sure we'll do some scrimmages and stuff and uh, and do a lot of have a lot of practices a lot of drills that are kind of game situations so uh, so that we're prepared to, to go right from the start. All right, uh, there we go. 1227 in Edmonton, off to NHL today. It is brought to you by uh, Elite Promotional Marketing. Until June 13th, get up to 80% off the Elite Clearance Center, 28A Street, St. Albert. 
at St. Anne Street in St. Albert and back of the 630 Chad Studios. Here is the one and only Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Well, you mentioned it. NHL has officially moved into phase two of the return to play protocol. So groups of up to six players can be uh, using team training facilities, whether that's on ice or off ice, so long as they're following strict health and safety protocols. A limited number of club staff allowed to be there as well. Arizona Coyotes hired uh, Xavier Gutierrez as the first Latino president and CEO in NHL history. He's a 20-year business and investment specialist and owner Alex Marulo says uh, Gutierrez is the guy to guide them towards being a world-class organization both on and off the ice. A mix of seven current and former players of color in the National Hockey League have formed a coalition called the Hockey Diversity Alliance. Akeem Alou and Evander Kane are the co-heads of this and they're joined by Trevor Daly, Matt Dumba, Wayne Simmons, Joel Ward and Chris Stewart as they work toward the goal of ending racism and intolerance in hockey. They're expected to launch a website and a charity in the coming days and hope to bring um, hockey to communities who maybe haven't had as much exposure to the game as well as working alongside the league and other leagues to modify some of the hiring practices as far as uh, you know coaching and general managers go. Finally, uh, late coming across the wire, Oil, Oil Kings goaltender Sebastian Casa was one of five under 20 netminders named to Canada's virtual program of excellence camp. This is essentially an evaluation opportunity for the upcoming World Junior Championship if that gets off the ground. Casa's the near six foot six Fort Mac product just completed his first season with the Oil Kings. He was uh, pretty solid across 33 games, Bob. 2.23 goals against average, a 921 save percentage. Brandon, I made a mistake on the show today, just to set the record straight. And I often make mistakes. I had the right score, but I had the wrong game. Boston beat Vancouver 4 nothing, June 8th on this date in 2011. That was game four in Boston. Of course, Boston won the Stanley Cup game seven, June 15th, one week later. Uh, I'm going to pull my Danny Machocha card out here and say that all uh, good broadcasters are one week ahead of everybody else. Let's leave it at that. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Who do we got uh, today providing it, Brendan? The one and only Eileen Bell. Eileen Bell, and we'll have John Shannon aboard on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.